You're listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson, the podcast that tells you what it really takes to build a business and the simple steps to get you there. I'm determined to share with you the reality of easy, simple business marketing tips to make passive income so that you can start making money online. Hello, and welcome to today's podcast. We are going to start soon doing some interview podcasts, but for today, I wanted to do another solo one on affiliate launches because they've been such a massive thing in my business that it doesn't make sense for me not to talk about them. And so many people ask me about them as if there's, you know, something kind of like obscure about them or like a secret about them. And they're not, they're not as complicated as people think they are. There are a lot of hard work. I like it's not pretend it's easy, but they are not as mysterious as people think they are. And I want to kind of break it down a bit and tell you why I decided to even do affiliate launches and why I nearly didn't and what they're all about and what kind of things you have to think about when you're doing an affiliate launch. So let me first explain what an affiliate launch is, because when I first heard it, it sounded like a pyramid scheme. (laughs) And you know what I'm like with pyramid schemes. So what it basically is, is getting other people to sell your thing. Let's say it's a course, like my one-to-many course, my one-to-many program, to sell that on your behalf. So they sell it to their audience on your behalf. And there's lots of different types of affiliate kind of launches like right the way from like really small ones where if somebody sells it on your behalf you might send them a bottle of wine so a bit like a referral fee type of affiliate launch right the way to a massive thing with a leaderboard and it's like a bit of a competition and there's prizes for all different things and you write all the emails for your affiliates and you give them all the graphics and there's a whole dashboard with all these different things in to make it as easy as possible for them that last one, which is the hardest one you can do, is what we decided to do, of course. Um, so at the beginning, when I first heard about affiliate launches, I didn't want to do them. You guys know I'm all about integrity. And I had been part of an affiliate launch in my first year of business. And it was awful. Like Everything about it was out of integrity from, you know, I was an affiliate. And so I had to kind of sell their product. And they tell you how to sell their product, how it works best. And one of the things that I was told is, you know, you need to tell your audience that you can make money from a course without having to grow an audience at all. You know, you can do it within a few weeks. And I knew all of that to be a lie. But when you're an affiliate, you're kind of at the beck and call of the person leading it. So everybody else who was an affiliate, there were about 10 of us saying all of these things to their audiences. And I said, I can't, I can't go and, and start saying things like to my audience. They'll know immediately that that's completely against the kind of thing that I say. And they were really pressuring me to lie to my audience. And there were just other things wrong about it. I didn't massively believe in the product that they were selling. And so I can't lie for toffee. Like <laughs> if I go to my audience and say, buy this product, I think it's amazing. And I don't think it's amazing. It'll be written all over my face. And so I was trying to sell this product. And the reason I went into it in the first place is because I was kind of persuaded to do so on the basis that I was new and this is what I needed to do. And so there I was like selling to my audience and all of my audience, like I had so many messages saying, what are you doing? Like, we can tell this isn't you. You're not in alignment with this person. Why are you selling her stuff? 
And in the end, because of that affiliate launch, I lost a third of my audience. They left. They didn't trust me anymore, quite rightly, because I was selling something that I didn't believe in. And I just had a horrible experience in that whole affiliate launch. And, you know, there were a lot of lies told in it. It just felt really uncomfortable right the way to the end. And so then I said, well, I'm never doing an affiliate launch because if this is what it has to be like, if it has to be completely unethical, I don't want to do one. And then I was in a mastermind with the amazing Selena Sue and she was doing an affiliate launch. And she said, honestly, become an affiliate. It's not like ones you've been in before. Like we do it really with integrity. And so I went into Selena Sue's and it was a breath of fresh air. It was completely different. And it made me realize how it could be like to be an affiliate for people that, you know, were really helping each other to get more people on board. And you really believed in the product. So I'd done Impacting Millions, which is Selena's program. So I really believed in the product. It really helped me to do things like get into Forbes. And so I had a really good time on that. And I eventually, after a couple of years, became her top seller in the affiliate and won the leaderboard. And so when I was kind of got to this plateau in my business, like we all get to a plateau at different stages. And I, I've been in about five plateaus so far, you know, first six figures plateaued for ages. Like, why isn't it moving? I thought it was just supposed to go up all the time and that doesn't happen. And the reason we're normally in a plateau is because we've done something that's worked and it's got us to a certain stage, but actually it needs something different to get us to the next stage. Sometimes that could be maybe you need a team at that point or maybe you need to focus on something in a different way. And with me, I had plateaued at the seven figure mark. So I was doing launches, uh, you know, I'd done my first launch of one to many and made like 60K, made 120K. And then I'd done in the April of 2020, I had a launch that was 360,000 pounds, 400 and something thousand dollars. And that was really good, but it was still just me, like on my own. You know, it was just me doing it. And so I said to myself, a couple of things need to change if I'm going to just plateau at this level, because I didn't feel like I could really do much more than that if I launched again. And so it was like, well, what could I change here? I could start bringing on a team and I could try affiliate launches. So the first thing I did was start bringing on a team. And you heard from Zoe, my operations manager, I brought her on. And the first thing we did was we sat down and we said, we want to do an affiliate launch. Do you think we could do it like with both of us? And we discussed it and we said, it's going to be really hard work because it's the first one we've ever done, but let's try it. We've got enough time um, because we wanted to do it in October and Zoe had come on board in like June. And so we're like, okay, let's do it. And so we decided we can do this affiliate launch. And I looked around at how everyone was doing their affiliate launches at that time. Loads of people, you know, pretty much 100% American (laughs) is the ones I was looking at because they were doing these big affiliate launches. They were all the same people being affiliates for each other. Like there's a group of like 10 gurus in America that all just affiliate for each other all the time. And so I was looking at all of what they were doing. And there were some things that I thought looked good in what they were doing. And you can only see so much from the outside. It's completely different. I think when you're on the inside, you see a lot more of what goes on, but I wasn't on the inside. And so I was like, okay, what don't I like about them? And there are a few things that didn't feel in integrity to me. And so I thought, well, if I'm going to do it, and I couldn't see anyone else in the UK doing proper affiliate launches, I could see them dipping their toe and doing very, very small, you know, like eight people 
affiliate launches, but I wanted to do like 100 people affiliate launch and be the first person in the UK to do a big affiliate launch. And so I had to do it, go all out on it. And so we sat down and we said, okay, how are we going to do it differently? And we came up with three things that we wanted to do that we hadn't seen other people doing. One was doing it completely in integrity. Now, that means a different thing to different people. But to me, that meant being very, very vocal that we did not want people to get into debt doing our program. Um, So we're going to be very vocal about that. We're going to turn people away. We were going to make sure that if someone came to us and we thought there was a better product out there for them, for instance, we had somebody coming to us about corporate saying, you know, I just want to get into corporates. You know, there's people out there that I know are doing better programs than me if you want to work with corporates. So we were saying, okay, if somebody tells us that's all they want to do and they don't want to do like anything else, but work in corporates, we will turn them away and we'll give them to somebody else. We'll tell them who to work with. So integrity was going to be the first biggest one. And we also, that meant that we would need all of our affiliates to also practice integrity to the same standard that we do, which was going to be no mean feat to find people that would agree to turn people away if they were going to get into debt and to not try and close a sale. I don't believe in closing a sale, which basically means making people rush to make a decision while they're on the phone to you or anything like that so that they would sign up for something. I don't believe in scarcity, like saying we've only got 10 spots left, all of that kind of stuff. We said we're not going to do any of that. The second thing we decided is we didn't really want any massive names. Names with like the ones that I'd been seeing in America, they all had like a million people on their lists and they were huge. And we decided we didn't want to go that route because I'd seen it before and I'd been on the receiving end of getting lots of emails about the same product from lots of different big gurus. And the emails were all exactly the same. And it was very obvious they didn't care about anybody. They were just like, buy this, buy this, buy this. There was no like personality in there. There was no stories in there of why why it would be a good fit for people. And so I didn't want those people that would just send them out to their list. I'm very aware that it's a whole business model to have a business where you are just an affiliate 12 times a year for different people because you have a big audience. I didn't want it to become like that. I wanted people who actually cared about me, cared about my business, cared about my product, you know, really cared about the course and and believed in what I was doing rather than just, oh, I can make some money out of this. So that was going to be a big ask because having no big affiliates, what did that mean was going to happen? We didn't know, but we thought it would be a much better idea to have people that have been through the program because even if you have a tiny list of 100 people and you've been through a program and it's made you money, you're much more likely to shout about it in a very believable way because you'll be able to tell people how it helped you. And so people would be more likely to come on. That was my thinking anyway, because I believe people more if they are talking about how it helped them. And that's what I used to do with Selena's. I used to talk about how the program had helped me. So that was the second thing that we thought would do differently. The third thing was we decided that as we were going to have affiliates that were quite new even to launching, so they might have done one to many and made a bit of money, but they might have only launched once and they might still have a tiny list, it wouldn't be fair to put that on them, even though they would be making money from it, without training. 
So we decided to actually do a training program beforehand, a four-week training program on how to launch with integrity, on how to be a great affiliate, on how to make more money, on how to make your emails be like personal to you rather than just copy and paste and that kind of thing so that we could really do the whole thing as one, as a team, rather than just people rocking up, selling you stuff and going away. I wanted it to feel like a team. And so that's what we did. And actually, since we started to do that, and since people have seen the results that we got, which in that first one we did in October, we had a revenue of 1.7 million. We decided to tweak a few things and to not let some people back that we didn't think had done it in integrity and do it again in June 2021, still during, a both of these were during the pandemic. And in June 2021, we made 2.5 million pounds, that is. And so people have seen that and they're starting to, to use those three things, like a name that I've always thought of as much bigger than me in the industry, in Europe. She recently asked her PA to go and speak to all of the people Happy Aid happened to have been an affiliate for me without me realizing that there was a link. But she's asked to go and speak to all the people that did training for our affiliates to teach them how to launch properly and that kind of thing, to teach them how to do things in integrity, to teach them how to have good bonuses, to teach them how to convert on a small list. Uh, she's asked all of those people to go and, and teach her affiliates because she's about to do an affiliate launch. So, you know, people have noticed that that it's gone well. And in the US, I've seen three big affiliates talking about now launching with integrity and launching with smaller lists for affiliates, which is brilliant. Like, I can't moan about these things, even though, you know, when you first see someone kind of really trying to copy what you're doing, it irks you. But then you think, well, hold on a minute. You wanted to change the industry. You, it doesn't matter if they're copying you because at least it's changing the industry and they're going to do things in a better way. And that's what we want at the end of the day. So I'm all for it. Like, go do it. Copy away. <laughs> so we did that and it worked really well for us. But it doesn't mean if you want to do an affiliate launch that you have to go all out and do a massive affiliate launch like we did. Like we now teach people how to do affiliate launches well and in our kind of style. But we're very aware that not everybody wants to start off with like a massive launch. Like we had 200 applications for this last launch that we did. And we took on 125 of them who were, you know, the right fit and in integrity and all of those things. And 87 of them made sales. So it worked really, really well for us. But some people might just want to do like 10 or have just like, I don't know, 15 people who are affiliates and do it in a different way. So I want to talk about the fact that it's not easy because lots of people go, oh, I'm going to do an affiliate launch um, next month. And they've just thought about it. And even if they were just doing a normal launch next month, I would be like, are you crazy? Like you need some more time to think this out and to get everything prepped because people that do launches and then come out of it going, oh my God, I need to like have a holiday from launching because it was so stressful. That's because they didn't prep everything in advance. It's because they're doing it on the hop, which I would never recommend you do. The more you do it in advance, like I, I literally launched from a sun lounger because I've prepped so much in advance that there's nothing to do in the week of launching. And that's how it should be. And with affiliate launches, you really, really need to prep in advance. And when I'm talking about advance, 
at least six months in advance. If you can do it even before that, then even better, because some of the people um, who you might want to be your affiliates, they work out their launch calendar a year in advance. So people come to me all the time and say, can you be an affiliate for my program? It's in three months time. There's not a chance because we know exactly what we're launching when for the next year. So there's a lot to do. And the way to think about how much there is to do is to think about what you would be prepping in a normal launch and then times that by about 50. (laughs) The first time we did it, it was quite stressful. Me and Zoe were really stressed out. We were working so much in the week of the launch because there were so many little tiny things that we had to remember. But the second time we did it, because we'd already built the assets and, you know, we'd already worked out what could go wrong and made sure it didn't in advance, we sat there and we were like, what have we forgotten to do? It was the most non-stressful launch this June I've ever had. We were like, how is it this easy? And it's because we prepped everything. So when I talk about what you need to prep, for instance, you would normally in a launch do at least seven launch emails that go out once a day to your list while your cart is open. You would do maybe if you were having a challenge launch, you might do uh, four to five emails inviting people to sign up for the challenge. You might do three emails telling people to come to the masterclass. Now, there's a lot of emails. Let's say there's 20 in all. Well, you have to write all of those emails for your own launch. But then what you have to do is you have to write all of those emails differently So they can't say exactly the same thing for your affiliates to send to their audience. So they'll have to like, they kind of take your email. You've written the bones of the email. And in ours, we put little bits where we say, write a personal story about how you XXX here so that they change it because there's nothing worse than people having, you know, signed up to five different lists, getting the same email from five different people. So this way, we thought if we get our affiliates to personalize it, we'll write it, but they can personalize it. At least it's a different email. So you have to write all of those. You then have to write emails from you to your affiliates, reminding them each day of the thing they need to do. So for instance, today is car open. Remember to send email to and use your social media graphics, which you can find here etc. So there is a lot of writing to do. You also kind of build a dashboard out, which has all the graphics that your affiliates might need, all the wording, all the questions and the answers that they might be asked about the program that they're selling, because it can't just all be in your head anymore because they're selling it. So all of this stuff has to go in. You also have to train your affiliates on the program. If they've not done the program before, you have to train them on kind of like what the messaging is around it. You have to train them on how to do great bonuses if they've never done an affiliate launch before. You need a Facebook group for your affiliates to tell them each day what's going on, especially if you can have a leaderboard. So in lots of affiliate launches, and we did this in ours, you have a leaderboard. So for instance, people that send the most amount of people to your challenge, everyone has a unique different link. And so we can tell who has sent somebody to our challenge and they'll get like a point for that. So the person that sent the most to ours, for instance, got £500 in cash and we did little spot prizes each day. Like the person that goes over 20 people today, sends 20 people today to the challenge, gets this, you know, like stationery or some chocolate 
or a restaurant voucher. And we did that nearly every day of the challenge. Um, so that's like two weeks in itself. So you have to have a Facebook group to kind of communicate with your affiliates. And also you have to think about the bonuses for your launch that people might get and for the challenge, the prizes for the challenge. But at the same time, you have to be thinking about the prizes for your affiliates. So for instance, our affiliates got things like a seat on a private jet. They got things like a spa trip. They got a place in my mastermind. They got things like restaurant vouchers and clothing vouchers and lots of little things that we did to kind of make it into a fun competition. So, you know, people who sold the most, people that sold five in one day, people that did the most creative social media post about the course. So we just tried to make it fun, like all the way through, try to gamify it a little bit to make it more fun rather than just selling, which can, you know, that's not very fun for people to do. And then you've got to think about the costs on that. So, you know, you're paying for prizes, but you're also giving anywhere between 30 and 60% of your profit to your affiliate. We decided that in the last one we did to give half of the profit away to the affiliate. So after we'd paid out for our things like funnels that you got as a bonus, then half of the rest of the money went to the affiliate. So you do have to consider the costs on it, saying that on the 2.5 million launch that we just did, including all the costs for the prizes, all the costs for the freelancers that we bought on to do the affiliate launch with us, all the costs for how much we had to pay the affiliates because they got 50%. With all of that, we still made 1.8 million pounds in profit. So it's worth it. So yeah, but just think there's a lot to do because you're going to have to like have all these different Facebook groups running, have leaderboards, work out the money splits and all of that kind of thing. So you don't have to do it that way. You can do it a smaller way, but that's how we did it. And that's why it was so successful because we just decided to do everything that you could do in affiliate launch and make it really fun. Yeah, the, the one thing I would say, and the one thing I still haven't got completely right yet, we're trying lots of different things and we've, there's, we have lots of different ideas to get it right is one of the hardest things is the rules around who gets the money. So for instance, you want your affiliates to stay in integrity because it, but you know, it's a competition at the end of the day. And when there's a competition, it can bring out crazy things in people. For example, when someone comes in, let's say I am called Jane and I tell my audience, hey, audience number one, come in and do this challenge that Lisa is doing to make passive income. And let's say this person comes in and um, Jane says, yay, I got somebody into the challenge. And she could win a prize for doing that. She might have got the most people in that day to come into the challenge. However, let's say she brings them into the challenge. But then when they decide to sign up for the program after the challenge, they decide, oh, do you know what? I don't want to sign up through Jane. Even though Jane brought me in here, Jane, I've already done a lot of Jane's program. So her bonus, which is her program, I don't really want. Instead, I've seen on the internet that there's another affiliate and they're giving a bonus of branding shoot. And I really want a branding shoot. So I'm going to go with Laura instead. And the problem with that is then even though Jane has bought the person in, Laura gets half of the money because they've signed up through her. 
So what we did decide to do is if anyone decided to sign up through me and somebody else had bought them into the challenge, even if they didn't want their bonus, we were going to give them the 600, you know, 600 pound at the time. We we're going to give them the 600 pounds anyway, because they bought them into the challenge and they wouldn't have been in my audience otherwise. So that person deserved that money. But what we couldn't do is take it away from the person they decided to sign up with because they were getting their bonus. So we couldn't then go, well, even though this person's giving you their extra bonus, the money is going to go to the person that bought you in because it doesn't make sense to do that. Part of the competition is to think of a really good bonus so that people sign up through you. And there is such a thing in America as bonus shopping. People know that they want to buy the program there's a big affiliate launch and they'll go and look at every affiliate. They'll go and search around the internet for who's the affiliates and what their bonuses are. And they will just go with the one. I've done that. Like when I've done programs, I've gone, right, who'll be selling this? It's usually being sold by, you know, the 10 biggest people I know in America. Let's go see who's giving the biggest bonuses out and go with them. And that's kind of just how it is. But there is a tiny bit of unfairness to that for the person that bought them in in the first place. So I'm trying to think of new ways with maybe splitting the money and, you know, thinking of other ways to reward the person that bought them in, because I can see how it could feel harsh that you've brought someone into the challenge and then they've decided to sign up with somebody else. And you want people to stay in integrity. So what you don't want is people going around trying to kind of poach other people's people that they've bought into the challenge. It should be, you bring your audience in, your audience buy from you. And in the main, it was like 99% it was, but you're always going to have this 1% of people that decide to buy through other people, not the person that bought them in. So that's the only hard bit that I've found. And we were really lucky because we had chosen really good affiliates who had the same integrity as us. Then in the main, what happened was, people would be happy for the other person. They would go, actually, you've done all of my programs. Why don't you go to this person? I think she would be a really good affiliate bonus person for you. And they were actually telling their clients to buy from other people, which is lovely and is what we're all about. You know, that's really what my company is about. So my biggest tip would be on choosing affiliates, make sure you only accept affiliates who have the same integrity as you do. We turned down quite a few from the first launch that didn't play fair and weren't in integrity. And we have already said no to some really big names that have asked to be an affiliate for us, even though they've never been an affiliate, because some of the things that we've seen them do in their own businesses are not in line with what we would say was in integrity. And so I'd rather say no, even though they might bring me another million pounds, I'd rather just make the money we're going to make and be able to sleep at night. That's a big thing for me, being able to sleep at night. So that's what we do. And, you know, the the good thing about having affiliates, the reasons I like doing it, the first thing is it means your affiliates get so much out of it. So you're giving something back to your audience, which I think is an amazing thing. So some of my audience made passive income because once they sold it, they didn't have to do anything else. And they're making money every single month for not doing anything. So that's a brilliant thing. They get to make passive income. Some of my um, affiliates realized that they had their own limiting beliefs because they did their biggest launches and some were six-figure launches for my program. Whereas they 
were really struggling to sell their own courses. And it's because it's so much easier to sell somebody else's course because you know, it's not all about you. It's about you shouting about someone else. And it made them realize that if they can sell my course, they can do a launch and sell their own courses. And they've now done brilliant launches for themselves. So it just kind of took away those limiting beliefs. And they feel part of a team, which is brilliant. It's really nice in business to be able to do something together because as an entrepreneur, you're on your own quite a lot of the time. The second reason I love it is for the person that is doing the affiliate launch, their audience will get much bigger. We added 6,000 people to our audience during the launch because people, all those people who are affiliates, when they sign up, they come onto your email list. So that means even if they decide not to buy this particular product, they're on your email list. So in the future, they might decide to buy something. And the third reason that I really think affiliate launches work for the affiliate host, like for me, is because the PR is immense. If you can imagine 125 people with their own audiences on social media shouting about your launch, like suddenly people knew who I was. No one knew who I was before. <laughs> and suddenly it was like, oh, I've seen this. People were actually writing to me going, I'm really annoyed. I've seen your face everywhere over the past week. All anyone's talking about is sign up for your blooming masterclass. And I was a bit like, good. That means it's worked. <laughs> like, sorry, I'm everywhere, but I'm only there for a week and then I'll be gone. Um, we'll do another episode actually on being a good affiliate and how to get the most out of it because being an affiliate is a great thing to do. It brings so many benefits. For example, in Selena Sue's, I'm the top seller for Selena Sue's Impact in Millions program. And when I first did that program, when I first became an affiliate, I was very, very unknown. And there are some huge names who are affiliates for Selena, like massive names who I'd heard of like before I was even in business with millions of people on their lists. And I won. So you can imagine that people then suddenly know who you are because who's this person that has come first? And I've been asked to be on a few podcasts by people who saw that happen because of my ability to sell with a much, much smaller audience than most people have at multi-seven figures. And they saw that. They saw, like, the first time I did Selena's launch and came in the top four, I had an email list of under 2,000, and I beat people who had an email list of over a million. So when people see that, then they want to interview you and they want to find out things about you. And so it can be a real opportunity for you. But for now, if you want to learn more about turning your own launches into affiliate programs, I'm going to be holding a free masterclass next week. It's not going to be right for you if you've never launched. It's only really going to make sense to you if you've launched before successfully and you just want to kind of triple your revenue with an affiliate launch. So I'm going to be taking you a bit behind the scenes of the launch that I did. It's in the show notes, the link to sign up for that. So you can just go down and click or go to my Instagram Lisa Johnson strategist, and you will see it on there as well. Um, but yeah, I'll come back and do another podcast about being an affiliate because that's a, a completely different ball game that can make you a lot of money. But I hope this has been a bit, you know, shed some light on what affiliate launches are about and the tricky things that can come from them, but also the brilliant things that can come for them. It changed my business completely, you know, making four million in an eight month period, four million pounds in an eight month period was insane. And that happened just because I did two affiliate launches. So I think it can be a really good thing and it doesn't have to, you don't have to go all out on it. You can just do a smaller version of it if that's something that you want to do. So I hope the mystery is now gone and you understand what it's all about. 
And I will come back and talk to you next week with a guest, I think. So I will see you then. But have a good day, whatever it is you're doing. And thank you for keeping on waiting this podcast. It means a great deal to me. And I do read every review that somebody puts on. So thank you for doing that. I really appreciate it. I will speak to you all soon. Thank you for listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson. If you'd like to get hold of my guide to launching, go to lisajohnson.com forward slash launch and let's get you making money online.